everybody. Welcome back to the Game Bites Show podcast. Today is April the 20th, 420. Smoke if you got them, fellers. I don't got them. What do you say? Oh, well. Aren't you from like Seattle area-ish? I, I think enough. that's illegal. I don't know what you're talking about. It is straight oh. up legal here in, in the uh, Portland area now. Really? Yeah, we have weed shops. Man. Well, what are you doing? Yeah. It's uh, April 20th, 420. I know. I, You know, I... I wish I could claim that I avoided them because I knew they would be crowded today, but nope, I'm just a square. <laughs> You're such a square, Dale. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my name's Legrand, Jolly. I'm your host. And there's Dale. Hey, Dale. Hey. And there's Jared. Hey, Jared. Red Eye, too. Yay. Yay, here we are. And Dale is back, back. from a, God, a vacation that we all wish we could just take four <laughs> weeks off of, you know, for whatever the hell reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, back from Japan. How long was your vacation? It was a long time. It man. was a long time. It was, um, what, March 27th to the 18th of April. So That's a good three-week vacation that normal Americans can't take. How, pray tell, yeah. are you able to do such a thing? Uh, well, the company I work for is from Germany, so we get pretty pretty good vacation policy. Nice. That's, that's the key to it right there. Um, and the other is that I have family in-laws in japan and so we can go over there and stay for free to get over there stay for free yeah all we had to do was really just kick in enough grocery money to cover what we ate ourselves basically um and yeah just kick it it was a although it was it was a modest size house a big big house for japan but you know sort of average size for for here um with uh five children so oh boy yeah (laughs) <laughs> most That's of them under of the age of six so awesome i've got three kids in a big house and it's not big enough yeah so i did plenty of getting out and about you know me time solo um going around just like having fun taking the train down to downtown osaka and going you know searching for interesting game shops and just eating lots of food uh japan has lots of Really good food, good restaurants that serve all sorts of stuff from curry rice to ramen to just you name it. Tempura. Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I want to, I've never visited Japan, but it's something that I want to do. You should arrange like a, a Comic Con or something, right? You can do that. We are actually. Tokyo? We're actually working, Tokyo working on one in Tokyo. Yeah. Well, you know, they have a big one there. Um, it's called Comicet or Com- Comics Market. And mm-hmm. that's where they, they bring out the, um, the, the dojin scene where it's like fan fan created um, comics based on existing properties but then they also make their own stuff so you get a lot of like independent comics creators out there um, but you know just schedule your show six months off of whenever theirs is and you'll probably do alright good to go yeah, right yeah. yeah no or set it in do it in Kansai do it in the Osaka Kyoto sort of area and uh, maybe attract people that don't get up to Tokyo yeah, how far away is uh, Osaka from Tokyo? Um, I probably I don't know two, two, three hundred miles or something like that. Everything's oh, wow. in yeah. kilometers over there. Um, but, but if you if you take a Nothing plane, makes sense. it's about an hour. If you take the bullet train, it's about two, three hours. Cool, awesome. Well, we're, we're glad to have you back, man. I'm sure you played lots of video games on your portable systems while you were over there. We're, we're oh, so okay. happy to have you back. We got rid of Jeremy. We sent him off yeah, to another bye, country. Jeremy. See you, well, dude. The, the problem is, is like we've had to deal with Jared for like six episodes. I know right? it's really bad. And then all of a sudden, Dale's back in the house, and Jeremy's out. So 
Yeah, well, that's I guess what happened. That's why you have you have uh, four seat warmers to to keep well, all the seats filled. The, the good yeah. news is I'll be out of town Sunday again, so you won't have to deal with me then. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Just kidding. We love Jared. Jared and his war. We should talk right. about video games. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I did. Mean, I'm having a good time just bullshitting with you guys, but yeah, we could talk about some I video did, games. I did. I did actually. I took my Vita um, and I took my iPad, although I, didn't, I don't think I ever booted up an iPad game. Um, at least not for more than a minute or two. Um, Would you play on the Vita? Did you play Helldivers like you. No. I don't know. Did I? I no, said. I think I did mention that. No, I don't. I didn't play Helldivers. Sorry. Well, I, that was I a played, good choice. Um. A good amount of Spelunky, like just daily runs and stuff. Uh, but the main thing I played on the Vita was Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. The, uh, you know, the, the seminal remake of that uh, ancient classic. Um, and man, that game, that game is, is tough, man. I, I don't know if you guys have, have played this or did you maybe play Final Fantasy Tactics at all? Uh, I played Final Fantasy Tactics. I, I could always get, would get stuck okay. at a certain point. Well, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with with Tactics Ogre because the the systems in this game really sort of allow you to kind of they allow you a good amount of freedom, but that that allows you to kind of paint yourself into a corner, which is what I've done with my 40 hours or so on this on this game save. Um, I've gotten to a point in the main campaign, which is probably only like. Maybe halfway through the game, it's somewhere in the middle. Maybe probably toward. You're the halfway end of... through the game and forty hours in. Yeah, I, well, usually when I get stuck in tactics, Final Fantasy tactics, I'm like, I don't know, an hour and a half in. Oh, okay. So you haven't played it much, but I, I don't actually know how long. <laughs> I've, the game I've, is. I've been that. I've been further than that, but my most recent playthrough, I like just got frustrated. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of I mean, that's understandable, and and tactics, Final Fantasy tactics, rather is, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say you're like a noob or anything but that's I, I think it's actually a lot easier than than this game um for a, a, a bunch of different reasons while still being a challenge in its own right but uh with this one the the big thing about this remake of the game that came out on the psp in like 2011 um is the game was originally put out on like the the super nes or the super famicom in japan and then there was like a ps1 release of it here which was terrible it had like horrendous load times every time you wanted to go to a menu or anything um, but what they did with this game was they made it so that rather than your individual le- um, characters, your soldiers leveling up, which you would have like, you, you know, you might have 10, 20, 30 characters in your roster for, for battles. Um, an improvement, you know, I think it's in net an improvement, but what they've done is they made it so that instead of leveling them up individually, you level their job role um by by using them and then any character who switches into that job role can have it at the level of you know of of whoever else leveled it up to that so like oh, for instance awesome. if you have 10 characters and one of them's a warrior and he's like a level 10 warrior and all the rest of them are various other things you could just switch them all to the, be a level 10 warrior at will um and so that's cool but but one thing that does is that um it then Rather than breaking out your experience points um, evenly over every single character at the end of a battle, they break it out over class. So what you can end up having is, um, say you go into a battle with 10 people and you have four warriors and four archers and two wizards. Well, at the end of that battle, your wizards, let me see if I get this right. 
your wizards would get twice as much XP as the each of the archers and each and the warriors. Because there's only two of them. Yeah, I, I, it, it, that's either the way it works or it's the, it's the inverse of that where they would get half as much. I forget exactly, but it's it, it parcels it out based on how many of each role that you use. And so what happens is if you if you're like me and you play RP, these RPGs and you try to have like one of each class. Um, and, you know, try to kind of like use them all evenly just to, I don't know, for whatever reason. Um, I kind of put myself in a hard place by splitting out the XP that I've earned over way too many job classes. And so mm. I'm now to the point where the game kind of expects me to be like level 18, 19 with every job class. But even my highest ones are only like level 15, 16. So, or at least every job class that you're using, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many jobs, how many classes are there? Oh, there's a bunch. There's, I probably have 15 separate ones. Oh, wow. Maybe. Uh, and there's some characters that are, that have a unique class that only they can be. Um, but those are usually fairly, uh, powerful classes. So you want to keep them as that class. Um, and then, and then with these types of games, especially like the older strategy games, there's no way to like grind it out, right? And level up. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, you can theoretically, but it's, it's tough to, to grind in this game because what you have to do is you have to sort of, navigate around the world map to the various battlefields and try to get into a random encounter on them. And each one has its own sort of minimum uh, party size and minimum level. So if you're starting out with like five guys in like a new class that are all that that class is level one, there's really only one or two battlefields that you can try to grind in um, until you get higher level. And then like you can go to the other ones. Um, It'll take a while, I guess. Yeah, you're playing for forty hours. <laughs> yeah, well, it took me this long to kind of realize how I was screwing my my party build build and to try to try to um, rectify that. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with this now. Is that there I, there are two battles that are open up that I can go into. That are one is like the critical path battle, and one is is just the next one in this like optional series of battles. Um, but both of them have like these relatively high level dragons and. My characters are just not strong enough to to do enough damage to these dragons to take them down before they kill me. Um, and I tried. I thought it was maybe an elemental thing, or maybe like a damage affinity thing, like piercing, blunt, slashing, or whatever. But I tried everything, and it's it just basically comes down to the level difference not allowing me to to stack up. So I'm, I'm at a point where I basically have to grind out a bunch of XP in in Tactics Ogre to continue. Uh, and it's you know it's just kind of. That's that's some real friction to my experience. So if, if only you had like a twelve hour flight, you could just do that on. Yeah, right. You would think, but no. The 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 so I flew Delta, and they actually had like a really good entertainment system. So I got to watch tons of like new movies and stuff. So yeah, Delta's freaking yeah. They have, they're awesome. They they you know I don't remember them being any good, but uh, I just always remember them being late. Yeah. No way, man. I, I have I have exclusively flown De- Delta for like the past two or three years, and I've been on a lot of trips, and they're awesome. They're doing really like good now. I think. I mean, like every seat has a USB thing, and then um, their new planes are especially awesome. Yeah, I was able they're to watch like tons of the, the like Oscar nominated movies I hadn't seen and stuff. It was it was great. So, props to mm-hmm. Delta, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I. But back to tactics, ogre. Back, back to tactics, ogre. I'm just, I'm just at a tough spot right now. Um, mm. Somewhere, I. So th- what do you do? Do you continue playing, or do you? Are you out? Do, what, no, do you I start, mean, I don't start over at 40 hours. No, exactly. No, I, I think I've, I, I've gotten to the point where I, I know what the problem is, and I know how to correct it. It's just a matter of hunking down and grinding out the, 
the hours to do it in. Um, do you have any kids that are old enough to play games like that? Not, not at this level. No, bummer. No, not yet. It's like it's like you know you you raise your kids up to grind out your RPGs for you, right? And yeah. mow your lawn. Yeah, that's basically. that's a really good plan. And you know maybe maybe in another f- four or five years, that might be viable. We'll see. Um, Unless they're still hooked on Minecraft, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know my my daughter doesn't really play anything now. She's not all that interested, but I maybe she she'll probably end up coming around eventually. But. Yeah, my daughter's the same way. She's three, and she doesn't care. My kids at three, my other, my boys at three, were all about doing what daddy does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not at all gonna try to force the issue or anything. I cram you know. it down her throat. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So that's that's tactics ogre. I'll I'll fight through it at some point. Um, you know, I've, I've already been maintaining this same save game since the game came out like five years ago. So I'm not gonna stop oh, now. Wow. Um, <laughs> I did play a couple of other like things. my Persona 4 playthrough on the Vita. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to plug along at these things. These are long games. And, yeah. you know, we'll, f- we'll finish them eventually, I'm sure. Um, I hope so. But, you know, I, I had yeah. access to a PS4 while I was over there because my, my brother-in-law has one. They have two, actually, because he and his wife actually played a lot of um, Destiny together and also The Division together. So... Uh, oh, cool. I got to check out the division, and I I started the character, and I played up to about level six or seven, um, and I thought it was a good amount of fun. But there were server issues while I was playing that it ultimately put me off. Um, the server issues, like what kind? well, like it was, I would just get, I would like be doing a mission, and then the enemies would wouldn't die. I would just be shooting them, and they wouldn't die. And then I'd like throw a grenade or something, or lay down my turret, and. They would just never die. And so I was like, oh, okay, something's glitched here. And then, yep, sure enough, you couldn't, like, leave the area or check a menu or anything like that. And, um, yeah, so just they were having server problems. And then also the fact that, like, I don't really care for the the setting at all. I was just like, it's just a dreary, rundown, ugly New York City. Um, But, man, the the gameplay was great. It was Mm -hmm. the the cover shooting, the, the, you know third person cover shooting with the loot and everything it was that's a killer combination i just yeah yeah the action is really good in that game i, I yeah yeah i know agreed i i got to um you know i fought through several of the missions with with bosses and stuff at the end and i was having a good time it was just and i, I probably could have ignored the the aesthetics and, and pressed on but like the, the actual technical issues were kind of a I, I pain think, i think they were actually having some wider spread issues that they're actually giving out uh, the paid currency as a sort of an apology for all oh, the yeah. players. So yeah, maybe I, I know that game's yeah. had sporadic issues. Oops. Um, <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe give it a few weeks and try again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll go back actually because uh, there's there's just any. any well, you don't have a PS4. Games. That's right. I don't actually. Although it's I do. PC, I do own a PS4 game because um, I went out and I found a used copy of Bloodborne while I was over there too. Uh, for, oh man. For... I have a sealed copy of Bloodborne. We should like join forces and play that game or something. <laughs> well, I did. I, I so I picked it up and I played um, a lot of it. Probably a good eight to ten hours or so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't get all that far in because it's really hard, right? <laughs> so wait. So you, so you, you I'm still up in the tutorial. <laughs> and then you like took it over to your your brother in law's house. You said yeah, your sister's. Yeah, I bought it and, and I, I played. And I, you played it while you were there. I played and then it on his place. Have a copy. Yeah, and, and I and then you brought it home. You didn't leave it with him. Well, no, I, t- I told him I'd leave it with him, but he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's not really my sort of thing," you know. And <laughs> and the, you know, I was I was thinking, "I'll yeah, eventually I'll probably get a PS4 anyway." 
but I'll tell you what we'll we'll VPN somehow mm-hmm. and all we'll do PC remote this, play for my PS4 to your like, PC. Okay. This sounds like something Jeremy would do. This oh, it is does. Terrible. It does. Well, but but you, the only problem is you'll have to play on your Vita from my PlayStation. And I can make that work. No. You have to do it with a, you have to do it with an HTC Vive. What? Um, <laughs> <but laughs> something else. I won't. There's that's one bridge I won't cross. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Bloodborne's good. It, it felt a lot like a, a Dark Souls game. Um, I played the guy with the trick whip cane that was pretty cool weapon, and I well, Dark Souls Three's out now, so yeah, yeah. So I can maybe catch just catch up or something. Well, I'm know. trying to catch up. Also, I can go into that another time. But um, uh, just for reference, I beat that cleric beast, and I was fighting uh, Father Gascoigne, uh, and that was as far as I got in in Bloodborne. Hmm. Um. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. One day I'll find so, out. Somebody, like, somebody out there listening will know. Um, Sounds like a video game. And I was playing it all in Japanese, which is usually not a problem. But with these like Souls games and Bloodborne, they have like lots of weird arcane language and lots of kanji that I'm not familiar with. So um, I was trying to like because the thing in these games is like you got to go and like read all the item descriptions and work out like what all the NPCs are saying and everything. And it's pretty tough when it's you know moon language. So. Um, well, I've I've got a Japanese story. Oh yeah. So I was I was watching uh, somebody stream Heroes of the Storm the other day. Cool. And he had the audio set to like Japanese, I think, and it sounded freaking awesome. Maybe want to just change mine to Japanese. Was it a Japanese streamer? No, it was an American guy, and he had he had like Japanese audio. So it was like so the whenever they would like Japanese. come out and like announce something was happening, mm-hmm. you know, it was like. All on like the super serious Japanese video game anime. I hope they got like the guys that do uh, the Yakuza games in, in Japanese you, you, to to do the VA or like the, should, the Solid Snake to- guy. You should totally do that and use Heroes of the Storm to learn Japanese. There you yeah, go. Hey, do that. Win-win. That'd be practical. Cool. Anything else you've been playing, Dale? Uh, that's that's about it for now. Uh, maybe next week and I can go into some more other stuff, but. Well, uh, let's move it over to Jared for our Warhammer Minute. Whoa! I actually did play. I have been playing a Warhammer game. <laughs> yes! I knew it! Battlefield Gothic? That one? No. Are you playing the pirate Warhammer game? No. No, I wish I was, though. Um, I have been playing... Uh, I was looking for a new game to play on my phone, you know, during As my uh, work breaks. <laughs> All three of us have quit Clash Royale. So. Yeah, I, I got kind of frustrated with it. I wasn't yeah, making I, any you know, progress. Just so. one day, I was just like, uh, I'm kind of, I just don't, I don't really feel like playing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was the same way, and I was like, you know, I'm tired of like checking my phone every few hours to open chats. Yeah. Like, this is just bullshit. Exactly. So yep. I, I installed <laughs> a game I picked up in a humble mobile bundle a while back called Warhammer Quest. I've played which that. Which is a... Yeah, it's like an adaptation of a... It's an old board game. I guess, like, yeah, a board game. So it's kind of cool. So you play as like four characters. Uh, it's all turn-based. And basically you just do um, dungeon um, crawls kind of over and over. It, it's completely top-down. Like, not just like isometric top-down. It's like 90 like, it's degrees. Like, looking, like straight down, down yeah. at the top of your guy's head, which is kind of weird. But... Uh, it, it certainly looks pretty. It runs smoothly. You know, if I if I'm in the middle of even a dungeon crawl, I can just you know you can just close the game immediately and it saves right where you are, which is pretty cool. So that's a, it's I, a I port really, of an iOS because I, that's where I played it was on the iPad. On the iPad, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's pretty fun. Yeah, 
you start with four characters and all the other characters are paid for um you know a couple bucks or whatever so i I could see that if something like that bothered you you probably wouldn't care for it too much but i've been just kind of enjoying playing it playing the different quests the the combat has some kind of nuance to it um no i'll I'll tell you my my problem with that game and with the other games that that company has made because they're all pretty similar all pretty much the same as yeah is that they just move so slow yeah everything every action is just so clunky I have noticed that, and just to even just kind of move about the map, like if you get to a dead end in the dungeon, you got to go kind of all the way back. It's it like, just takes you gotta forever. Move, you got to move each guy in the mm-hmm. turn, move them again. Yep. Yeah. So I, you know, whatever. Uh, we'll I'll play it till I get bored of it, and then I'll move on. But uh, it'll it'll be my Warhammer game for the week. I wish it was like like because in XCOM, when you're just moving dudes across the map, they hustle. You know, they run. Yeah. 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 Or, or if you could move them all at once, or you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm, yeah. There could be something there. But uh, anyway, what I've really been feeling filling my time with though is uh, Guild Wars Two. So Guild Wars Two has moved this year to quarterly updates for their large sort of patches, um, and they just dropped this quarter's the spring patch uh, yesterday on April nineteenth. So, so that would have been a Tuesday, uh, and there were tons of changes that they rolled in. Um, they one of the neat kind of things is they added a max level boost to anyone that owns Heart of Thorns. So you need to go oh, pick up that. Ex- Damn it! Well, you, you can go get it and you get one. So basically, they're giving you an opportunity to start with pick a max up the game level and pop your character to max level. And and not only do they level you up to eighty, uh, they have this cool kind of trial system. So you can create a character, take it to the trial, which is just a normal zone in the in the game. Um, kind of test it out. They give you a bunch of skills. They give you a bunch of equipment so you're not just totally gimped up uh, and, and all kinds of stuff. So you can give that a go. And once you're like happy, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I do want to make this warrior use this boost on this warrior because it's a one-time thing. Um, you basically accept it, and then they give you a bunch of gear. They give you 15-slot bags to fill your inventory with so you can carry tons of loot. Uh, they give you some die packs just for fun because why not? They give you some harvesting equipment, stuff like that. So it, it's pretty cool little thing because uh, I had World a of Warcraft did that, like has done that multiple times now. I'm I'm sure, and they'll probably do it again. Like, it's can, just can you buy a, a character? Can you like boost a character with like real money, like or gems or whatever they have? Um, I don't think so. You can buy experience boosts, which will increase your experience gain by like fifty percent. But I don't believe you can just buy a level straight up straight up boost one thing you do can do is in they have a daily reward system so every time you log in you get a daily reward and then pvp has uh these sort of uh item tracks which this discussion this these uh, reward tracks ties in neatly with one of the updates they made um and in those you get these uh these consumables that will, will gain you a level so with, with pvp is there gear that's like pve oriented and then pvp gear also? so pv so so there's three ways to play this game there's the pve content which is like the main story what you think of like a sandbox mmo there's the world versus world which is their open world um player versus player combat is three it's one versus one versus one so three servers duke it out um, and, and that's where they have like you can take over castles, you can take over towers, supply camps. You know, you can upgrade things, etc. and so forth. Uh, and in that, you use the characters that you are leveling up in PVE. PVP is totally separate. When you enter the PVP zone, your character goes max level. 
gear like armor no longer counts you set your gear it, it's all very balanced um like it's the raddest pvp system in any of it's really cool um in fact if you haven't checked it out the core game is actually totally free to play you can jump in you no can way. play through the whole main story uh excluding the expansion and the pvp is free to play too so you can jump in and start doing pvp basically day one uh and, and it totally levels the playing field it's all skill based you know, there's no like, oh, that guy was a higher level than me or anything like that. No, nope, they get hmm. rid of all that. It's really cool. Yeah, that that uh, was my that was my one thing that made me like. It keeps making me quit World of Warcraft whenever I, you know, start up after a new expansion. <laughs> I'll kind of play through the single player or whatever the story content and then PvP for a while and then get tired of not being able to play for eight hours a day and grind out that high level. Uh, gear. World of Warcraft but, uh, is just long in the tooth. Is all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, their so, new expansion is coming out in August this year. That's so it's, cr- it's crazy. They're speeding up their cycle for some reason. Because it probably has a, a spike of uh, players coming back. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm going to go back this time. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm going to. I don't blame to. you. This might be uh, I mean, I, I played every expansion since the game came out, and I don't think I'm going to make it back at all for this one. I just There's just no going up I, after Pandas. That was the best. But I said the same thing about the last expansion, so... You never know. Um, so some of the other things they changed, they actually made leveling up the in the new area, the Heart of Thorns expansion, uh, easier. They've increased rewards. They've readjusted maps. They've actually changed maps entirely to make it more friendly for just jumping in and getting into the content, which is great. Uh, they've updated the Looking for Group to now include squads and raids, which is some of the new stuff they've added lately. Uh, and there's huge updates to World vs. World, so they've added... The reward tracks that are that were exclusive to PvP to World vs. World, which has really upped the amount of, I guess it makes just kind of World vs. World viable in terms of gaining your you know like money and items and stuff like that. Before it was a basically it was a total time money sink. Like it's fun mode. It's pretty much the only mode I played, but you would not make any money or earn much out of that mode so it's good to see them addressing that and there's a lot more world first world changes coming outside of their uh big uh quarterly updates so that's good to see uh there's new legendary fractal back item there's a legendary short bow apparently uh new raid lobby daily achievements and rewards have been tweaked skill balance updates tons of skill balance updates uh, Fractals of the Mists have been polished up. There's some PvP map changes that came out. Uh, they've upped the rewards for dungeons. Once again, they had previously nerfed that to try to move people towards Fractals, but they've adjusted that. So lots of really cool changes. It looks like a really awesome patch, so I've been kind of diving into it, enjoying the World vs. World again, looking forward to some of the changes they've got coming forward, um, and just having a great time. That game just... it. The whole Guild Wars franchise for me just is the game that keeps on giving. I basically have had Guild Wars or Guild Wars 2 installed on every computer I own since Guild Wars 1 went into, like, beta. beta. Wow. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Dedicated. I just love the game. And I don't even play, like, a a billion hours. It's not like it's the only game I play. It's just I love being able to go back to it. I love that I can put it on my computer and play it any time. I don't have to worry about subscriptions or accounts or... You know, it's just, it's there, it's comforting. They focus on getting you into the fun, into the game, not making kind of grind stuff out. Uh, and, and that's a really great, great way. To I've got do a question for you. Mm-hmm. Does the game ever go on sale at all? The expansion? I have not seen the expansion go on sale. Uh, up to the release of the expansion, they're doing quite a few sales on the 
base game. So I wouldn't be too surprised if I, they I start. I bought my second account on sale. It was like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, I would. But that be... was like the regular game. I, I haven't bought the expansion at all yet. I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing sales soon-ish for the expansion. I, you know, I don't know obviously what their plans are, but I, I haven't seen any lately. And I, I would guess because they're not going to be doing anything this year. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be totally shocked if. With some of the new uh, Living World Season 3 coming out soon, the continuation of the story, or maybe even some of the holiday seasons starting to come up you know, in a half a year or so, if they don't start trying to push it again with a few sales here or there. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, I remember that one day when we played for like 10 minutes. And we didn't even leave the city. We just like we danced stood there. around and then you're like, I got to go. And I'm like, I got to go too. <laughs> yeah. Fun. We should do that again. <laughs> yeah. It was totally fun. We totally showed off our awesome gear and our, you know, our dice. Sets. My, my character has a helmet with horns on it right now. It's pretty cool. Sweet. Like deer horn, like antlers. Not just like regular horns. Not wow. video game horns. <laughs> cool. That's it. That's all I've been playing. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, I have a couple. I have a few things to talk about. Just a couple quick items. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. I've been playing the crap out of that game. And a tracer, who is a character from Overwatch, came out today for people who have pre-ordered Overwatch, uh, the Origins Edition. Um, so that's pretty awesome. It's the first character from Overwatch only, in Heroes of the Storm. Only for people that have pre-ordered. It's it's free for everyone who buys the. It's basically the collector's edition of Overwatch. If you buy that, you get the free tracer character. And then next Tuesday, the game will be. The, the character will be available for everyone else to purchase, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... So you can get her a week um, early, basically. Get her a week early if you bought the collector's edition, or pre-ordered the collector's edition of Overwatch, which I have. Does Overwatch so, have a release date yet? I think it's May 19th, May 16th. Oh, man. Something like that. Wow, that's pretty, yeah, that's up, pretty close. You know what just came out? A... Um, so, sorry to jump around on that subject, but... Um, May 24th. It's kind sorry, of, out of out of nowhere. Um, Banner Saga 2, just like, just yeah. came out. Out. I'm gonna have to play that because I, I really like the first one. It was great. Yeah, first one was cool. Yeah. First one was awesome. The what caught my eye about Banner Saga the first one was the just the animation and art style reminded me of like old He-Man cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what caught my eye the first time. Anyway, yeah, it's a good game for sure. Uh, other thing on my list that I wanted to kind of just mention briefly was uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Unity. Oh no way. I fu- I fired that up. I was thinking and, about um, figure firing that up too, just to get back to my save. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not very far in it, but um, I played. I, I don't. Know, I played a couple hours of it, I guess. And the funny thing is, it's got the whole classic, you know, the little origin story of whoever the character is, and he's some dude, and his dad dies, just like every other Assassin's Creed game. And then, Arno is his name. Arno, Ar- and then he ends that. up in prison somehow, and then he meets up with some gruff guy who he ends up being the guy that he wants to be friends with because he's an assassin and then uh you know um smashed uh, one year later and now arno's an assassin <laughs> and uh the funny, funny thing is, is i'm you know you hear about all these bugs in assassin's creed unity and i hadn't experienced anything i'm kind of running around doing the stuff and the characters are cool the voice acting is really really well done the story seems fine i guess for an assassin's creed story and then i it gets to the very first the very the mission where it's like okay arno you're an assassin. You're up there with uh, the guy who had trained you, and you're like, okay, you got one final mission before you finally become an assassin. You got to do all this stuff. I'm like, okay, and all of a sudden the game crashed on me. It was so <laughs> oh, awesome. No. It was like it was like the the funniest thing ever. I just kind of laughed and um, 
It's funny that you said that. I was playing Unity or trying to play Unity and really getting into it, and then I started crashing in one spot. Like I couldn't get past it. I just yeah. it. weird. I played I... on the PS4, and it oh okay. It, it, so I, I'm... it has been fine up to that point. PS4, then... you said. I, I played on the PC, and I um, I don't think I saw really anything. I I might have saw some of those Assassin's Creed bugs you get where it's like an NPC standing in midair or something. <laughs> but like, yeah, I've had a few of those. In, no crashes on PS4. or none of the like weird inverse faces or anything. None of that. Yeah. They, they've done a lot of cool stuff with the game. I, I kind of like that they've kind of added a new uh, traversal mode, which is where you can like hold a circle and just quickly descend a building. I think that That's is super cool. smart, yeah. and it mm-hmm. makes the game a lot more enjoyable to kind of you know, traverse around through the city. What, I'm gonna, what, what my goal is for this Assassin's Creed is just to mainline the main story and not like go out of my way. It seems like this game is, you know... Like Destiny, or like the the Division, or like any other, you know, nowadays game. There's or open world game in general. There's just so many little icons on the map to go collect and see and yes, to open there are and, and bullshit to collect and <laughs> mm-hmm. newspapers to read. And there's tons of like history built into the game, which I guess is really really cool because that's you know part of the attraction of an Assassin's Creed game is being able to kind of you know wander around in a a well-realized version of a historical city, you know? Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, climbing Notre Dame is really fun, and, you know, that that type of stuff is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I plan on playing it more. I don't have a, whole, a lot more to say to it. I played maybe another couple missions after that Become an Assassin mission, after I finally was able to finish it. Um, I think so I'm, I'm, like, maybe somewhere around maybe halfway through the main campaign. Oh, okay, cool. I, I have, like, 18 hours on my save, so I've done some of the running around and doing have you done any of the multiplayer stuff at all um they don't have it in well they have co-op in this game uh, yeah, no stuff. no That's i haven't done I mean. that um but I, I used to actually play the the pvp multiplayer in the i love the, the pvp the, you know i think starting with brotherhood uh-huh. um yeah those were fun i love that mode it was so awesome it was like so unique and cool oh you know what i, I take that back i did do some of the co-op in in unity actually there was there were these missions scattered around the map where um I think you can only do them in co-op and um, yeah. yeah. And, and so they range from either two up to, to four players required. And yeah, I did. There was one afternoon I was playing and there was this one guy and I think somehow he and I went and did like two or three of these missions together. And it's uh, cause nobody's playing the game anymore. So there's like yeah, two dudes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I thought it was pretty fun actually. Um, I'm not usually one for multiplayer, especially co-op. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was good. So why do you think all the hate on this game is just because of the bugs that launched? Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like a terrible yes. game. Well, to me. it's it's because of the series. <laughs> There's a lot of series fatigue, um, and people it was coming wanted off to of, hate it. Yeah, because people also really liked um, Black Flag, mm-hmm. and so they you know it was time for a ba- another backlash. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they you know they put it out with tons of bugs and everything. I, I didn't start playing it until. They've all you been know, fixed, right? Six months yeah, or, that's where six or nine months later. that one crash. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I'm, I'm going to keep playing it. So it's, I mean, it's fun. It's an Assassin's Creed game, so I don't know what else to expect out of it. But I'll keep playing it. It's cool. And the, yeah, anyway, yeah. that's all about that. But, but the other game I want to touch on really quick is um, Axiom Verge. Uh, this game um, came has been previously released on the PS4. I, I don't think I've ever heard of this PC. game. No, I don't, no? No, I don't. Tell us more, Jeremy. Okay, let me tell you more about Axiom Verge, guys. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to give you my impressions because we already talked about it. Well, Jeremy talked about it in a previous episode, like, I don't know, six months ago or so? This is that, that, like, Mario Party 
clone, right? That's what this is? Yeah. <laughs> and it, you have to, like, really get a callus going on your yeah, palm. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. I, I remember this. You know what I mean? To grind that Vita analog stick. Best. Uh, it was, like, best local couch co-op uh, party game of the year, right? Yeah, there's, there's, there's you know how there's, there's two analog sticks on the Vita. So, you know, it's got that, that going for mm-hmm. it. So there's, like, a, a Wario nipple mini game. You have to tweak them at the same time. No, I see. It's pretty good. I can, I can understand. That, why that's what happens that. when you put a Mario game on a Sony platform. It gets a little bit more serious. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, at Axiom Verges, uh, it came out on Vita yesterday, and I bought it on PS4 maybe a month ago or two when it was on sale for like half off. And um, I really wanted to play it on the Vita, so I've been kind of waiting for it to be on the Vita. And I guess I found out that it's not going to be cross save, which is kind of bu- kind of a bummer. Um, I think they're going to be adding that in, but it's not available right now. Um, but it was cross by, so I just fired it up and downloaded it. I fired up my Vita. I had to charge it, of course, <laughs> and then uh, downloaded the game. And uh, um, it's really good. It's a really good one of those games. Sure. The soundtrack is phenomenal, and the the weapons are really cool. And uh, the you know the the Castlevania, Metroidvania, whatever you want to call it, uh, aspect of it is is good. And, Egovania. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Uh, the, the the only my only uh, complaint about it, I guess, is that it's not as intuitive as like a Super Metroid, where a lot of times I am just trying to, I'm just backtracking just randomly to kind of maybe try to find where I'm supposed to go. Uh, where and maybe it's because I played Super Metroid so many times, but I kind of just, even if I haven't played it for years and years and years, I always kind of know the general direction I, I think should be heading. If I remember when Jeremy was talking about this game, he was saying that like the soundtrack had a, a lot of polka music and if you listen to the lyrics of the polka music, they they tell you where you're supposed to go. So, try that. Okay, I'll have to crank it up because yeah. I've I've been playing without headphones on because, you know, whatever, I don't need that. I don't need that distraction in my video games. Um <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I wish I could just uh, talk about it. I, I ended up playing it for like four hours last night just because uh, it's really, really good. It's um, well done and fun and engaging. And um, I, I think that the uh, environments are a little samey. I mean, they're different, kind of. Uh, the music changes for, for environment. It kind of, you know, has that Metroid feel. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really it's really fun and good. And I'll, I'm going to keep playing it and beat it. I don't, I don't want to talk too much more about it because we've talked about it plenty on here uh i just wanted to mention it just because jeremy needs to have an excuse to put a uh, axiom verse music on that's this right episode. that's right because the soundtrack he, is is really good it's on spotify he, as well so you know he's not gonna do guild wars 2 music again uh he might you'll, you'll have to rip him your uh i request your vinyl the, uh, that you got i want some of that i haven't Warhammer gotten it yet. Music. i'm waiting patiently you request what dale uh, warhammer quest music that's what i want yeah warhammer quest music yeah. there's gotta be something good there mm. <laughs> Anyway, Jeremy actually, okay. first on the on the Vita is really really good, so it's a great port. So I think it's a good way to play that game, and that's all I have to say about that. All right, cool. Oh, Jeremy's not here to transition us smoothly into. No, we're just gonna sit here in silence yeah. until. Uh, see you guys. We gotta, see you later. <laughs> we gotta think of something. Hang on, I don't know. And with that, hey, we do vi- we do video stuff. Uh, twitch.tv slash show or youtube.com slash show. you should check that stuff out and our website at gamebyteshow.com that's it yep. Jeremy's been doing that for like 100 episodes I don't know how to do it I don't know I think we did I think we're done now oh Twitter so uh, oh, yeah, Twitter. listeners if you like video games uh, make sure you uh, I don't know head over to gamebyteshow underscore 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 yeah what's you guys' Twitter handles Dale hey, <laughs> say, say something Dale I don't know count underscore Elnor uh, I'm Legrand. 
at red underscore I. And uh, yeah, having a good time today, but anything else? Jeremy underscore Lamont. Oh yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> the lawman. Anything else you guys want to say? Anything else cool happening this week? Anything fun? No. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, see you next time. Uh, Sunday, where we talk about news and stuff. So, tune in. All right. Thank you. Bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was the worst. That was the best outro <laughs> we've yeah, ever done. <laughs>